Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. You're listening to the Think Unbroken podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Unbroken. I'm an author, speaker, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood trauma and abuse. In this podcast, you will learn how to transform your trauma into triumph, turn breakdowns into breakthroughs, and go from victim to being the hero of your own story. You can learn more at thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. And of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Think Unbroken Podcast. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my guest, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Dr. Leaf, it is an absolute pleasure to have you here today. How are you, my friend? Oh, thank you so much, Michael. It's wonderful to be with you. I'm, I'm doing really great and very excited to have a conversation. I, uh, you were telling me a little bit about your backstory and I've read about you and it's an amazing, amazing story. So I'm excited to dive in and explore. Well, and thank you. And, and a lot of this has been possible because of people like you, the understanding that I've now been able to gain in neuroscience, understanding the power of the brain. And, and really just kind of forcing myself into changing my life. And, and that's kind of the crux of this show is I want to be able to do that for other people. And so I'm going to come out just swinging and just go straight into this. I would love if you would start by defining neuroplasticity for us. Well, that's a good place to start. So neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain, uh, the ability of the mind to change the brain. So there's a very distinct difference here between mind and brain. And I deal with what we call scientific dualism, which we can dive into in a moment. So the mind is one thing, the brain and body are another thing, the mind, brain and body intact together. And neuroplasticity is the ability that we have, uh, the mind has to change the brain. So the brain is never the same because we never the same from moment to moment. 
every single moment we're experiencing something new, something different. And in that, as we experience something new, it's our mind that uses our brain and therefore our brain changes. Now, neuroplasticity is one of those really interesting concepts because we're learning more and more about it. But I was very fortunate to be one of the first in my field to even research this field. Um, in fact, I did some of the earliest research in the field of communication pathology on um, neuroplasticity because we were literally in the 80s told that the brain could not change. That was the going philosophy up until the mid-80s, that the brain could not change. And even the late 80s. And I remember sitting in one of my neuroscience neurology lectures and one of my lecturers was telling us about you know, this unchanging brain. And if you've got a, a patient who's got a traumatic brain in, in, uh, in, uh, injury or a chronic tra traumatic encephalopathy from sports injury or dementia or you know, uh, learning disabilities or anything that where their brain had been damaged, well, you just got to teach your patients to compensate. So it was a very hopeless message. It was one of, well, you know what, they're just going to have to kind of downsize their thinking about how they can manage life. And I thought that was just not the right way because I know we grow as humans. We all do. We instinctively know that we're improving and growing. Look at your own life story. So I remember putting up my hand and challenging this professor and and I mean, he was great. He said, okay, listen, that's a ridiculous question in my opinion, but please go and research. So I did. And that began a 38-year journey, which takes us to today, where I started researching this concept of can the mind change the brain? And in fact, I did a TED talk on that. And, I, and I've done now 19, I'm busy with my 19th book. I've done multiple clinical trials. We're busy with, we've got four running currently. Um, and what I do is I look, I have spent my career clinically, I've practiced as a clinical neuroscientist as well for 25 years, and I've been researching for 38 years. And what I initially did was work with people with traumatic brain injuries, um, learning disabilities, autism, um, dementias, all that kind of thing, and showed that with directed mind input, we can change the brain. And that's basically neuroplasticity, the fact that the brain is not fixed. And it never stays fixed. And every time you get triggered from a past memory, that comes up and it basically changes. And even if we don't direct and control the change um, in the right direction, it still changes. And that's the, 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 what we call the plastic paradox, that whether you like it or not, you are changing. And so is your brain and body. Because when you change, which is your mind, your brain and body change. So my whole thesis and premise and research and theory and Everything I've developed has been based on the fact that, well, if our mind is always changing in response to life and this changes the brain and the body and collectively how we show up is an interrelationship between the mind, brain and body. Therefore, how do we manage this process? Do we have any power in changing what's happened to us and in changing how we go forward in life, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, once again, your story is classic evidence of neuroplasticity and action being driven in the right direction. Yeah. And I think the direction is so much of it. Right. And I hear so frequently people say, well, this is just who I am, which in my opinion is one of the most dangerous things we could say. Oh, wow. And that used to be what I would say. And what I'm curious about is as people are going through this, it, it dawned on me probably within the last year or so, like so much of what trauma is, it's not the abuse. It's not what happens. It's like the theft of identity. And, and what I've discovered healing and going through this process and now working with so many people around the world, it's like, that's the thing we have to recapture. But I, I fear Dr. Leaf that people are just quote unquote stuck. And because of that stuckness, they can't seem to go into the doing. So for those people, like, where do you start when you're in this place? You're like, I'm stuck. This is my identity. This is who I am. Now, I'm really glad you started there, Michael, because it's a very relevant point. And 
what I believe a lot of the stuckness has come from is not understanding how to rewire the brain and understanding things like what is the mind, what, what's doing the work. We talk about getting through our stuff. What does that actually look like? You know, who's doing the getting through the stuff? Which part of us is doing that? You know, and, and that's when you start understanding those kind of concepts, it then gives you the power to get unstuck. You get empowered to change. So I've shown as my research, when you start understanding the power of the mind, and you know what, let me cancel that statement because it's overused. When you start understanding what it means to be alive, what it means to think and feel and choose, when you understand that, and when you understand how you can drive that, that you can actually control the messiness of your life and that it's okay to be messy, but we just need to learn to manage that. That's when you become very empowered. And I showed us my research that you can actually get things like depression, anxiety, which are, which can be so incapacitating and which aren't illnesses. They're warning signals, but they are warning signals that can, can incapacitate us. But you can get those under control by a factor of 81, up to 81%, which is phenomenal without drugs, without any kind of fancy tricks, just pure mind management. And that's where I have worked in for all these years. So yes, we get stuck without the understanding. So it begins with understanding what the mind is, what the brain is, which I gave a brief explanation in the beginning. And then it, it goes into how do we manage this process? How do we deconstruct and reconstruct? And what do we do? So here's a, an, a, little, a little model of a brain. And it's most people think the mind and the brain are the same thing. People will talk about them and it's totally understandable because that's the languaging for the last 40 years. The languaging has been very much around the brain and the mind, mind and the brain, but as though they're the same thing. We also get so many messages through the media that the brain is producing the mind or the thoughts come from the brain. And that's not totally accurate because if you did, nothing happens with your brain. It just disintegrates. So there's a huge difference between you and I having this conversation and the viewers and listeners and someone who's dead because we are able to actually listen to each other and think and feel and choose, which are the three actions of the mind. Mind thinks, feels, and choose. Think, feel, choose, think, feel, choose. It's an ongoing 400 operations per second cycling that helps you to actually process and experience like this discussion, like everything you have in life and process that puts it into the brain. So the mind's very active. The mind is you, it's your ability to think, feel, and choose. And we have this ability to interact with life. We take that through thinking, feeling, and choosing. That's kind of the currency. We put that into the brain as a structural change. And that then changes, sends a message to the body. And that's why it's stored in the body. And, and we can talk a bit about that with PTSD and complex PTSD and so on. And then that combination of mind, brain, body then produces you. So it produces what you say, what you do, how you show up. So if we take that process and we look at, okay, how am I showing up? I'm showing up stuck. I'm showing up stuck. I'm doing the same things, the same patterns, the same things over and over. So now we need to re realize, okay, well, let me look at that pattern objectively. Let me stand back and observe myself and give myself grace and first say to myself, it's okay to be a mess. It's okay to be stuck. That's okay. That's how you're showing up. That's not who you are. That's not your identity, even though it may feel like your identity, even though you may feel like you've been stuck for years and years in the same thing that you want to say things like, this is who I am. It's not actually who you are. It's who you are at the moment because of. There's a because of, there's a massive because of behind that. You know, your childhood trauma was a massive because of that, you know, produced your, your initial part of your life, which then, you know, you, you got to a point where you shifted and changed. And, you know, you, so you, you felt you were re reacting to life because when we have things happen to us, we wire that into our brain and we try and cope. And sometimes it's just so terribly painful like you experienced 
that we wire weird, we wire toxic coping mechanisms into our brain. So when an experience is wired into the brain in a toxic way, it looks like this wiry tree. All the proteins are misfolded and everything's all weird and wrong versus a healthy experience. This discussion is a, is, is a healthy thought you're growing. This would be a toxic thought. And this impacts how you function and, and it's a coping mechanism. It's, it's this the experience in the roots. Like anything starts with a root and then grows. This thing grows into your, how you see yourself and this collectively is how you're showing up. And whatever this is, whatever the story is, which in your case was all that trauma you experienced as a child, showed up and it wouldn't have just been one, it would have been multiple of these, showing up every day in your emotions, your behaviors, what you're saying to your body sensations, because memory builds in the brain and the body, and also your perspective on life. And that, those are signals that then impact your interaction with others, your relationships, what you do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when it's so painful, those signals are, um, are, are coping mechanisms that aren't always the most valuable. And especially when the more painful it is, the more we try and suppress. So medications, drugs, you know, sex, whatever, alcohol, you name it, anything just to numb the pain. But then eventually you hit a point where you realize it's not working because this is still there. The driving force is still there. And what's very interesting, Michael, in terms of this whole process is that 90 up to 95% of how you show up every day is based upon what has been built into your non-conscious mind by your mind and your non-conscious mind, N-O-N, is the non-conscious, N-O-N, not unconscious. That's when you're sleeping and knocked out. Non-conscious is a very, very active part of mind, your biggest part of your mind, and it drives how you function. So basically, everything about every experience you've ever had has 95% of that if not more, has wired in through your non-conscious, through your mind, into your non-conscious mind, and that's driving you. So 95% of how you show up every day is being driven by stuff that you weren't even consciously aware of building inside of you. Only between 1% and 5% of how you show up is consciously, you know, where you've consciously focused on something, like choosing to stick on Facebook for hours or TikTok for hours or read so much negative news or whatever the case may be. So if we think about that, that means that a lot of how we are showing up through the signals are attached to an experience or found in the, root, in the root. These are impacting how we function. So we have to, and what we have as an ability as, as humans is to tune in to our signals in order to find what the signals are attached to, in order to, take the, to destabilize the neural networks take the energy and power and sting, emotional sting out of these by tracking down to the cause. You don't try and find out why. Like to try and find out why, for example, a child is sexually abused or why what happened to you happened and the people in your life that hurt you. You're never going to understand because they're coming from your own trauma and you're going to get very stuck trying to understand why someone did something. But you do want to understand, okay, the reason I'm backing with a relationship or the reason I'm in the state of just constantly feeling like I'm panicking or I can't sleep or I can't function, whatever, whatever, however it's showing up in your life, the patterns, there's a reason. It's because of what you've gone through. And therefore, I, I have to stay to a point where I'm comfortable with the uncomfortable. We are recognized, okay, this is what happened. This is my story. And I need to honor that, but I don't need it to control me. It happened on this 95% level. There was obviously a level of conscious awareness of that at when it was happening and then there's, but you didn't consciously choose to have those experiences, but you were conscious of the, of, of what it was doing to you. But we don't always realize that the non-conscious impact of how these filter into how we show up in life. So if we can start training ourselves and it's never too late 
to self-regulate through looking at our signals to track to this thought, starting with the top part, which is our interpretation of ourselves and our identity, our value systems, how we think and feel and choose and see ourselves in relationships and the rest of it, where that comes from. In that systematic process of going from the signal to the thought and working down your way down the tree, you then are systematically weakening the neural wiring in your brain. You're weakening the change in your, the structural changes in every cell of your body. And you are weakening the, the gravitational fields in the mind because the memory is also in the mind. So it's in three places. So this systematic work over time weakens all those fields. And it doesn't take your story away because you, what happened to you happened to you never goes away. But notice how I'm moving it down and I'm, I don't have my small tree here, but the, I'm a, due to the point where you can hardly see it. As I work over time in, in the systematic way, I rebuild a new healthy version. So I can't change what's happened to me, but I can change what's in me. And that is mind management, which involves the self-regulatory process, which we can develop. It's in us. It's part of our resilience, but we have to develop it. And it starts with us really giving ourselves permission. First of all, it's okay to be a mess. That's not who I am. It's okay to have negative. No emotion is an illness. No emotion is bad. Every emotion is telling us something. Let me embrace my signals in order to find the message, in order to reconstruct into something that I can handle. And that is process over time. So let me stop there and then we can dive into a little bit into about the process. I'm sure you'd like to unpack something of what I've said. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, there's so many places that you can go in that because there's so much depth and scope about this process. And the thing that came to mind is I heard this word, you used it a couple of times. You said control. One of the things that I fear so many people have come through traumatic backgrounds like me is they go, I have no control over this and my life is a disaster. This is how God made me and I must suffer. And I argue, well, that's not actually necessarily true. But one of the things in the lack of control is we seek to find it. And unfortunately, especially in this society, we seek to find it through prescription medication. We seek to find it through things that are not actually to our betterment, to the vices, to the drugs, the sex, the alcohol, the things of that nature. Where, where does control of your own mind really play a role in this? So this is also, you're asking amazingly good questions. Um, the, the control is one of those words that when someone, and, I, and you can really relate to this, um, and anyone who's listening who's been in a dark place and including, and we've all got our stories. When you're in the depths of despair, the last thing you feel like you have is control, you know, and that's often where support from others comes in. But then there might be cases where you're in a situation which, Michael, I don't know your full story, but just knowing working in, in years of trauma with people, sometimes there is no support. And so therefore you really are on your own and, you know, you, you can't really see things. And at that moment you do feel complete. I mean, a child who's constantly being abused or going through the most horrific things, where's the control there? And so that then is a child that will go into adulthood with the most likely the coping mechanisms to protect oneself, which is, you know, maybe they had to learn to fight back or, as you say, numb the pain with anything that takes away that pain. And then enter us into our current society where people's stories are no longer really heard, except in a few environments like, you know, the work I do, what you do, et cetera. You know, you go to the, into the traditional biomedical system of which, you know, I've been a part, but not in, I do it differently, obviously, as we're practicing clinically, I'm coming from a different angle, but the traditional system is one of, okay, well, tell me your symptoms and let's find you a diagnosis and let's give you a treatment. That works beautifully for cancer and, and diabetes and, you know, brain tumors and things like that. But when it comes to a complex childhood where there's been excessive trauma, 
just giving you a label and a medication is not going to fix the problem because you have a whole bunch of these in your head that make you feel overwhelmed and out of control. So it is a slow process of educating and learning to deep dive deep introspectively into your wise mind. The wise mind, that inner knowing that got you out to where you are now, where you now are so in, in a state of wise mind, Michael, that you reach out and help others. Um, and so that, and that process of, is, is a process of empowerment. Um, and it's, over, it's a cyclic thing that happens over time. And it can be multiple ways. Either someone comes in your life and actually starts helping you, or you reach that rock bottom point and you manage to actually help yourself and pull out of it. You know, there's different ways that it will happen. But hopefully most people reach, and, and according to the research, oopsie, my little tree's falling over, three quarters of people will actually reach the point that you have um, where they've gone through complex trauma and will get through it with lingering effects. But those lingering effects do not have to be um, the effects that live with you for the rest of your life. Because our current biomedical model messaging is, okay, well, you are depressed because of a broken brain. Your brain is damaged and that's it for life. So therefore you need medication to fix it. If you have diabetes, you need insulin. So type 1 diabetes. So you get insulin, it restores, it, it heals the body. If you have a pathogen like a virus, like COVID virus, we now have antivirals that can start fighting it. So we can, we can fight it like that. When you have a toxic bunch of toxic experiences, it's as real as a COVID virus. COVID virus is made of protein. So is this experience. It becomes a protein tree-like structure in your brain. So your, um, anti, your immune system is going to fight this just as much as it would fight the COVID virus. So, so this is very deep what I'm saying. A, an a experiences from any stage of your life. Don't just wish, they're not wishy-washy go away things. They are physical, structural, protein, chemical changes inside of your brain that look like trees. This is a thought tree that has lots of roots and branches which are memories so memories of the experiences coalesce into a thought structure so this is a collection of a lot of data of what happened the source over there and the processing and the interpretation the different parts what happened how you've processed it and coped and in the interpretation and how that shows up in, in, in your signals so this when this is dominating when we look at life through this we do feel out of control and the, the control comes back in as we realize this and, and you, you get to that point and, and it's different for everyone and for different, as I mentioned, sometimes it's a person that says something or you read something. Or, you know, people have said they've been on a train and they've seen a, a sign in a subway or someone said something to them at a shop or they just one day just had a, I don't know exactly what your revelation was, but there's, there's something that shifts. And when you get that shift, there's, instead of this, there's a little bit of this and then you start climbing up. And what I've tried to do with my work is help people to do that climbing in a way that doesn't make them go backwards and in a way of understanding. Because to rewire the networks, to take the power out of this and make it small and rebuild healthy new thoughts, where you still remember your story, but no longer does it control you, you are controlling your story, which is evidence in your life. That takes, that's not going to happen in one day or with a medication. The medication is not going to fix this. You don't have a brain disease. Obviously, your brain's affected. You know, and I've done a ton of research. And in my latest book, I do explain this. And I have images. And I show my clinical trials in a very simple way. And I have a very simple way of explaining how to do all the stuff I'm telling you. But essentially, this is not going to, this is not the, the cause. The cause, this in your brain is not the cause. 
it, the cause is what happened to you. This is the manifestation. So the thing happens, the mind experiences the, the experience and goes in the brain and the brain and body show up in a messed up way. Obviously, everything you have, the mind needs to use the brain to experience it. So obviously your brain's affected, but it's not the cause. It is the response. So as we manage our causes, as we identify and deconstruct and reconstruct the causes, so we, we, we rewire the brain. Full circle back to your, one of your first questions, which was neuroplasticity. Because of the neuroplasticity of the brain, this work I'm telling you, where we focus from our signals to the thought, to the root, reconstruct, et cetera, daily, 15 to 25, 45 minutes a day over time, and I'll tell you the time in a moment, that is rewiring the brain. Neuroplasticity for trauma has, which is the main focus of your podcast, and for anything, building habits, breaking habits, et cetera, works in cycles of 63 days, not 21, not one, not five minutes. The medications, like the psychotropic drugs, they're not even medications, they're actually drugs. And they're drugs that numb your pain or numb the feelings, but they're not fixing anything. They're making structural changes in the brain that may make you feel better and may help you cope for a time, but they're not going to solve the problem. You know, they may ease it for a time so that you can face and start dealing with issues. But you need to know the side effects. And sometimes the side effects are create more problems than what you actually need. Now you've got more problems, brain change, damage problems on top of the original issues. So, you know, when it comes to psychotropics, it's really important that you fully understand what you're getting into and that you ask your doctors for the document that they should be giving you of exactly what these are, how they work, their, their addictive properties, because they're all addictive and how to withdraw, withdraw effects. And to understand that, that um, when, when, as you are going through a process of facing stuff, it is painful and numbing that's not going to help you. You've got to go through the pain, call the treatment effect. You're going to get worse before you get better. I met some patients that, over that start this process and they and I there's actually one of the stories in my book cleaning up your mental mess of one of the patients in my clinical trial um who at day one no identity totally depressed etc long story short um by day 21 they were saying things like I'm not depressed anymore day one I'm depressed that was the identity life's falling apart everything you can imagine going wrong doing this work daily for 15 to 45 minutes and we can talk about in a minute what it is um, they, by day 21, they were saying things to us when we brought them back into, into the clinic to do the evaluations and so on, the brain, blood, narrative, everything. They were saying, I'm not depression. I am depressed because of. That's a massive growth. Then they also said this, but I feel more depressed and more anxious and I'm having panic attacks and I'm grieving, but it's different. I'm actually feeling human emotions and those are valid emotions because they're starting to see what the pain was from. They had suppressed childhood trauma. In this particular case, this person had gone through terrible childhood trauma and managed to suppress it for all these years and kind of function that was falling apart. And because you, these are volcanic, eventually they will explode in your life. Eventually these things will explode. You can suppress for a certain amount of time, but they will eventually explode. And that's what had happened in this person's life. And so they started shifting, but by learning to get control back, slowly in these cycles, they started seeing the increased depression and grieving as an element of control because they said, okay, I know I'm depressed because of, I can see that what I went through. So therefore I should be feeling depressed. That's a very normal human response to those terrible things that I, that I went through in childhood or whatever and grieving the lost time. And I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this, Michael. So that's growth, but in this society, the minute you feel those, oh, you're sick, there's a disease coming back. You don't have a disease. You're trying to process life experiences. And it will get worse before it gets better. But then it does start changing. 
And this is why it's so important that you work for me beyond 21 days. Everyone sees 21 days. It's not 21 days. 21 days does a major shift. You'll bring things up and you'll start seeing the changes and you'll start building a new way of thinking, et cetera, et cetera. But if you don't push on for another 42 days, that new little thought is way too small to, um, to, to override this one. You need the extra energy taken from this and put in so that this becomes nice and big and strong. And I'm going to put two next to each other. So you can see it becomes nice and strong. Only when the new thought is nice and strong, which takes another 42 days, totaling 63, are you then going to remember your story, but you're not going to be functioning from your story. You're going to be functioning from the new way of thinking. And that's that process brings control. I love that. And and I love everything that you just said. And, and there is some truth to this idea that you do have to suffer your way into health. And when I hit my rock bottom at 25 years old, I was 350 pounds, smoking two packs a day, drinking myself to sleep. And, you know, I put a gun in my mouth. I was done. And it's amazing. 11, almost 12 years later, here I am having this conversation with you because I made a declaration of myself. I said, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? And the answer ultimately became no excuses, just results. And what that meant to me in that moment was I'm going to show up every single day, do the hard things, suffer, unfortunately, in through the healing and be able to do that thing and becoming the hero of my own story. Dr. Leaf, I, I want to push people to go and investigate your research and your books. I've read them all. It's been a huge transformative process in my life just to consume your information for the sake of time. And I want to respect your time. I know we can't go into depth. But can you tell everyone where they can find you before I ask you my last question? Absolutely. Well, drleaf.com is my website. My social media handles, including TikTok or Dr. Caroline Leaf. So I'm on TikTok as well. So more than the normal platforms, Instagram, et cetera. Um, I have a podcast called Cleaning Up a Mental Mess, uh, where I teach you a lot of stuff. And um, then my latest book is this one, Cleaning Up a Mental Mess. And the app that I have is called NeuroCycle, which pretty much takes all these systems that I've developed which you do daily over these cycles of time um, to help heal and rewire the brain. That's all been put into my app, which we're constantly adding and updating. And that's available on iTunes and Google Play. I think that's a good start. So, <laughs> And of course, we'll put all the links in the show. Um, and I have consumed all of this information. I can promise you it's been transformative for me. My last question for you, my friend, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? I love that question. For me, it's learning to recognize and accept that it's okay to be a mess. It's such a human thing that we have this messy part of our mind that's operating all day long because of our free will. And that's how we experience life and be messed. But in the messiness, accepting the messiness and giving myself permission to be messy, I can then repair and grow. And for me, that's what unbroken means. It's being accepting, getting, giving myself the permission to be a mess and not seeing depression and anxiety or frustration or anything that I do that's stupid or whatever as, oh, that's the end of it. That's who I am. It's just, that's your, how I'm showing up. And this is how I can manage it. So mind management along with accepting the mess and then managing the mess is absolutely, I do this. I do my stuff all the time. I mean, I am living, I love this. I love, the concept is called neurocycling. The five steps that are the system that you that I do every single day. Um, and I'm always in that, in a 63 day cycle. And then I use it all day long because day-to-day -day struggles. You can do the big stuff where you work on the big work all day long. And then you're facing stuff all day long. Things happen all day long. So I use the neurocycling in a quick version. And these, I teach you how to do that in the book and the app all day long. And that has helped me, Michael, to be unbroken. I really don't. I really practice what I preach. I love it. 
Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see you. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.